Welcome and thanks for joining Deacon Ryan, the people's platform and community where like-minded people come together to gather, pray and above all, share our love for both God and one another. That's here with Deacon Ryan. Let's pray. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son so that everyone who believes in him might not perish but might have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world might be saved through him. Whoever believes in him will not be condemned, but whoever does not believe has already been condemned, because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. And this is the verdict, that the light came into the world, but people preferred darkness to light, because their works were evil. For everyone who does wicked things hates the light, and does not come toward the light, so that his works might not be exposed. But whoever lives the truth comes to the light, so that his works may be clearly seen as done in God. The Gospel of the Lord. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son so that everyone who believes in him might not perish but might have eternal life. Arguably one of the most well-known verses in Scripture, we find John 3.16 in passwords on tattoos, bumper stickers, coffee mugs, t-shirts, necklaces, wall decor, coins. We find it on bookmarks. We find it on the eye black worn by Tim Tebow, and we find it on the bottom of cups at In-N-Out Burger. We love to read this verse. We love to memorize it. We love to quote it. And that's not a bad thing. If you're going to memorize one verse from Scripture, this is certainly one of the best. It is described as the gospel in miniature. It says, concise a summary of the good news as you can get. The problem with viewing these verses as a pericope is that if we remove them from their context, we might miss that there's a very strong exhortive element to this scripture. We are certainly called to believe. That is very clear. And the consequences of unbelief are clear as well. Whoever does not believe has already been condemned because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. What is also clear is that judgment is real. Our attachment to sin has consequences. We profess our belief in Christ one minute, and the next our actions say something otherwise. St. Augustine said that people love the truth for the light it sheds, 
but hate it when it shows them as being wrong. We're called to turn away from sin and embrace the light. We've gone through this over our most recently celebrated Lent. We're called to believe in Jesus Christ and allow that belief to move us to imitate Christ, to love like Christ, that our works may be clearly seen as done in God. And so when we place John 3.16 into context, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son so that everyone who believes in him might not perish but might have eternal life, It's not just a statement of belief, it's an exhortation, it's an imperative, it's a call to action. Belief in Christ compels us to action. There's something to do between belief and the promise of eternal life. And having just journeyed through the sacred triduum, these words should strike a chord, for we know most intimately, we know what it means when we read that the Father gave his only begotten Son to us. We know the price that he paid so that we could have that promise of eternal life. And as it is today, the Easter season, This is the perfect time to respond to the command given to the apostles in our first reading. The angel commanded, go and take your place in the temple area and tell the people everything about this life. A unique turn of phrase, this life. What is this life that we're supposed to tell people about? I think that what we're supposed to share is that we have we have the privilege of the highest order to have a physical encounter with the living God that we have an opportunity to touch to physically touch the body blood soul and divinity of Jesus Christ Living this life means that we have access to the sacraments. That young couples, as they join their hands in holy matrimony, receive an outpouring of grace such that they can become a domestic church. That we can, in a very tangible way, we can see our Lord's mercy manifested as we hear the words of absolution. We This life that we have the opportunity to live is one where we know that each and every one of us here today is bound together more intimately than blood. We're bound together as members of the mystical body of Christ. We have an intimacy not only with each other, but with all of the saints who've gone before us. That's the life That's the life that we're supposed to tell people about. And my friends, I know that I fail in this. I fail in sharing this life with the people I come across. When my family back home, when they call me, and they ask me what it's like down here in Texas, I tell them all about barbecue and how driving to work every day is like having an extra role in Fast and the Furious. 
I tell them about scorching hot weather, baseball, football, and how Texas does everything bigger, how y'all have figured out how to deep fry everything, even jambalaya. I do tell them about Catholicism here, about the excitement, about how in Irving we're gathering more and more people in this this big Catholic bubble who are living their faith intentionally, how you can walk into a store and be greeted with God bless you and you can see John 3.16 stenciled on the walls. But when was the last time that I told my family when I call them how grateful I am for the sacrifice that Jesus made on the cross that allows me to eat his flesh and drink his blood, and to have his life inside of me. When was the last time that I told them that this life, this life that I've been invited into, this life in Christ, this life that is made possible by the light coming into the world and giving me the choice to seek him or stay in the darkness? When was the last time that I shared with my family and friends, that this life includes all of these things. This Easter, my friends, rather than buying a bunch of merchandise, rather than getting John 3.16 tattooed someplace on your body, let's simply personally, compellingly, joyfully share with those we meet what this life is. Amen. Thanks once again for taking the time to join Deacon Ryan, the people's platform and community where like-minded people come together to gather, pray, and above all, share our love for both God and one another. That's here with Deacon Ryan.